<laughs> and welcome guys to Deeper Than Most. We're your host, DJ. And Sam. And today we're gonna be discussing human evolution. Yeah. And higher consciousness and like the next steps. Um so we actually have some current events to hop into today. We didn't do that on our first episode, but so we're gonna do that from here on out. So yeah, we're just gonna start with two today. And the first one is, I believe it was last Thursday, um, scientists were able to clone the first ever endangered species, which is a Blackfoot ferret. And how they did this was they used the genes from a ferret that died 30 years ago. I don't know how they were still able to use the genes, but hey, they made it work. You don't know, like science is really weird because it kind of takes me back to this book I read back in, uh, what, sixth grade? We had a whole book about it. It was called House of Scorpions. I don't know if anybody's familiar. But basically, they cloned, they cloned this kid from, like, a, a a cow, I think. And he didn't even know that he was a clone of somebody until, like, later on. But let's not spoil the book. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool that they were able to do that. And it says that there are, what, 41,415 species that are endangered right now? Yeah quite a bit. It's kind of cool. Not and cool, you initially thought it was like, what, only 10,000? Yeah, I thought it was just like 10,000. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's really hot. Well, in other news, since we're about to have a new home and whatnot, um, NASA finally landed a rover on Mars. When? Uh, It was, what, yesterday, I believe? And when it got there, it was able to like send back images of like the planet. That's cool. Uh, pretty soon we'll be able to like inhabit the planet, and they'll figure out some way to sustain it enough for us to live there. Definitely. I'm sure that's gonna be in the near future too. Well, yeah, it's just a part of their like astrobiological research for the planet since they've been trying to make Mars like Earth two or whatnot. Yeah. Hmm. But let's get into things today. You know. A look at human evolution and the next steps. All right, so the background of evolution. Human evolution is clearly a lengthy process. We all know this. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's taken a long time to get to where we are right now. Right. Um, the idea is that people originated from ape-like ancestors. And scientific evidence shows that all people share the same physical and behavioral traits. And that stems from ape-like ancestors. Um, To get to where we are now, we have been evolving for approximately six million years. And that's so it's a really long process. Yeah, that's a lot to deal with. Yeah, and like the fact that we're still still, evolving. We're still constantly evolving. Yeah, it doesn't stop. Yeah, that's kind of cool though. Mm Because I wonder like what happens like after us. Because like we think we're at the peak level now, but like 10, 20 years from now. What it would be like there's also gonna like, be crazy yeah there's also different stages of evolution too um there's one called bipedialism which is kind of like going into one of the earliest human traits and it's the ability to walk on two legs you know and that happened around four million years ago 
And then there's other abilities such as, you know, larger complex brain making and using tools and a better language capacity. Um, it says that these advanced traits that developed mainly over the past 100,000 years include complex symbolic expression, i.e. emotions, and then there's art and cultural diversity. All right. So within a pretty decent amount of time, there's been a lot of changes. Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, it's taken a long time, but it's a process. Yeah. And, disclaimer, if we're looking, like, off to the side, like, I'm looking off to the right, he's looking off to the left, it's because we're looking at our notes, and they're kind of off to the side. And also, don't mind the setup. We're going to work on it. We're, you know, slowly but surely. We just moved, so slowly but surely going to. Uh, yeah. Soon get to where we need to be. We got to order some things and it'll Amazon actually look is being like a little podcast crazy. set up after a while. Yeah. But we're right going to have it set up really cool for yeah. the videos. So stay tuned for that. But That'll right be really now, exciting. We're just chilling and getting the information out there. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So stage two was brand or brand. Wow. <laughs> Stage two was brain expansion. Um, artifacts dated to around 300,000 years ago display key features of modern human craniodental morpho wow morphology Mor morphology wow can I not talk today? Okay. <laughs> Including facial, mandibular, and dental characters comparable to later um homo sapiens fossils or even present day humans present day humans have globular brains and skulls this is coupled with retracted faces neanderthals and other oh others of the archaic time period had elongated skulls and protruding face or facial features so their shit was Stretched out. Created a character on a video game and shit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, two features of this process stand out: uh, perishal and cerebellar. Am I saying these right? It's wow. Cerebellar. Oh, cerebellar yeah. bulging. Yeah. Okay, what's the other one? You said it right, perishal. Perishal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, parietal areas are involved in orientation, attention, perception of stimuli, uh, sensor or sensory motor transformations, underlying planning, visual. S wow, wow! What the hell did you make this slide? Okay, <laughs> visual spatial integration, imagery, self awareness, working and long term memory, numerical processing, and tool use. So a lot of stuff it's all a pretty lot of much stuff. getting us pretty close to where we are today yeah that was like the next big step or the next woo. not the woo i don't <laughs> know next. what else to call it yeah i mean i guess you could say that let's see the culture evolution of modern day versus history culture evolution scholar edward taylor believed that there were three progressive stages savagery barbarism and civilization furthering that evolution you go into Karl Marx who's you know the father of communism to some people which introduced the historical materialism theory that states culture progressed and population grew material needs increased and relationships were formed so Marx's theory then discusses the division of labor and the three stages of production things like group ownership power based 
uh, land ownership and free market economy became commonplace for societal progression. So, it goes from being cavemen to sort of forming a civilization. Right. With societal rules and norms. Kind of a coming together. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And, you know, it was, like, inevitable, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just bound to happen. Yeah. Um. Okay, so next is the brain's ability to level up. What is the human consciousness? Consciousness refers to your individual awareness of your unique thoughts, memories, feelings, sensations, and environments. It is believed that there are seven... Or, wow... I just fucked up for no reason. I got ahead of myself. (laughs) It is believed that there are seven levels ranging from the primal survival conscious to the complex level of contribution. Levels include survival, relationships, three levels of self-actualization, transformation, and contribution. And before we move on, we just want to take a second to thank our sponsor, which is Anchor, the app that... We used to bring you this wonderful podcast. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and drop that now. Welcome back. And we're looking at the singularity theory right now. A lot of people, if you don't know what the singularity theory is, scientifically, it's a mathematical phrase that means we have reached a point where we can no longer decipher its exact properties, a.k.a. an instance where equations go crazy and no longer make sense. So, in short, we're all connected. (laughs) Over the past two decades, this theory has become more popular. A quote from 1993 by the science fiction writer Werner Vinge goes as follows. Within 30 years, we will have the technological means to create superhuman intelligence. Shortly after that, the human era will be ended. Dude, I truly believe that, though. Well, I mean, I feel like... Like, once AI starts... I don't know, transforming and continuing to evolve. Uh-huh. You know, once they say that, like, once technology gets to the point to where it can teach itself, that's yeah. when it gets dangerous. And I don't think we're too far from that. I mean... I feel like we're practically there now. I mean, what would... And like, once it gets to that point, like, it's off. It just takes off. I mean, technically, it's already going off. We have shit like, you know, deep fakes and, you know... These home systems, like, take, for instance, the Google Home system or, like, Alexa and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's already around. Small increments, maybe, but it still can be pretty bad because if someone hacks into your Alexa or your home, then they practically have access to your entire house. Right. All right. So, pieces of the puzzle. Um, Microchips in humans, so technology which would literally be in our skin. I know that with the covid vaccine i know this is kind of controversial but with the covid vaccine i heard that there is like an implant that they put in you Mm. with the vaccine i don't know if this is true this is all substantial yeah pretty much i mean i wouldn't doubt it but it's all theories at the same time but it's kind of interesting i like it at the same time, it goes back to that universal banking system that people have been trying to push out for years, how we're not going to have money and all this extra cool stuff, which, I mean, yeah. is already kind of a thing with, like, online banking right. and um, all these different instant pay apps and stuff like Cash right. App. Yeah. So, I mean, we're already getting there. So, if they were to do the chip, I wouldn't be surprised. But if you think about it right now, it's, like, the perfect time to do it. They yeah. can literally, like, mandate getting a vaccine. Yeah. Like, 
all across the board. And if they really wanted to, they could put a chip in the vaccine. And since it's mandated, everybody has to get it. And that'd be the perfect time. And boom, everybody's chipped. You don't really have a choice. Yeah, when it comes to shit. If they really wanted to do us like that. It's just kind of funny because people really think they have so much of a choice when it comes to that type of stuff. Yeah. when, When you're in the government and you're like above the law, you really can do whatever you want. So Yeah, it's pretty scary though. Yeah. Um, so next would be VR, which is games, um, public VR spots, McDonald's happy goggles, Volvo te- or Vol- Vol- Volvo. <laughs> Volvo test drive and Tesla cars. Cause they drive themselves. Yeah, you know, people gotta be careful with those Teslas though. They be um they be yeah. getting in the wrecks and whatnot. Yeah. Um, currently, VR is commonly used. It is utilized in healthcare, finance, tourism, fitness, and more. And upon, like, well, prior to doing research on this subject, um, I was not aware that VR was used in all these other, yeah. like, parts of life. I did not u- know that it was used in healthcare yeah. or finance. Like, is it really? I thought it was more for just, like, gaming, yeah, and that's no, about it. A, I really didn't know that it's. It's a really practical, um, practical practice when it comes to healthcare, especially. Yeah. It gives you a better view of like how to do certain surgery procedures and all that cool stuff. Right. So yeah, it makes sense. Um. Hmm. So we have a long future ahead of us, apparently. <laughs> Transportation evolution decades from now, autonomous cars will ferry us from place to place. Uh, that's gonna be that's in our lifetime. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Decades. That could be like yeah. 30 years from now. 10, 20, 30 years from now. <laughs> Maybe. Manufacturing yeah. at some point. AI robots will work alongside humans in factories. What's interesting fact about that one. Like, that's coming up pretty across, soon. Um, remember that Neo or Neon.com thing? With those virtual assistants? <gasps> yes. So, yeah, that's... Um, yeah. AI is already on yeah. the market. And like I said, deep fakes are a thing too that exists. What is deep fakes? Deep fakes, they're like, um, you can basically take anyone's face and make it like do whatever. Like, we'll just have to look it up sometime. Oh, wow. Um, they do it a lot with porn. They do it a lot with like political campaigns and stuff. So, like, say you were hmm. trying to trying to defamate someone's character, you could use um, a deep fake to. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh huh. Okay. And then as far as education goes, there's facial analysis. AI will be able to gauge the emotions of students to determine who is struggling or bored or being able to tailor their experience to each individual, which is a... Okay, so how do you cool. feel about that? Though? The education part? Yeah. Like, if okay, um, if you were a father and you had kids, how would you feel about... Because essentially that would be the era that our child would probably grow up in is having that in the classroom like how would you feel having ai Um, and robotic technology gauging and keeping record and track of your child every day like their emotions and tailoring their experience and kind of tapping inside of their head like i don't know it's kind of weird to me yeah it is weird, but at the same time... It's off-putting. What can you really do about it? Yeah. What are you going to say no? I mean, I could see like, the positives. I could see, like, tailoring, a, you know, each individual student's, like, experience yeah, like to school. That's good yeah. because each student and each kid is different and needs to learn, you know, their own way. But, I don't know. It's just... It is. It's a creepy concept, though. because It's you, the whole you trust think, factor. Yeah, it's you too, never... 
it's much trust. Much, it's too much privacy invasion, really. Yeah. Because, like, at that point, you're, like, into someone's thoughts. And, like, that's, yeah. like, the most privacy that most Starts to have. get a little deep after that. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, um, that documentary we watched, The Social Dilemma, touched really good on that about how um, yeah, it was a really social good media sites... They, like, pick at certain things that you look at or find things and tailor your experience to, like, whatever. Yeah. So, and if you haven't seen that. Stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. If you guys haven't checked it out, be sure to check it out. It's on Netflix. I it's don't know if it's The still, Social Dilemma, right? Yeah, The Social Dilemma. I don't know if it's still on there or not, but by the time this recording comes out, it should still be there. Yeah. So. It came out not too long ago, so. Yeah. So it should you should be able to find it. Um. Next is AI is better than us, and quite obvious why um since ai is designed to improve itself it will and it will continue to do so even past the point that an intelligence explosion would occur leaving humans far behind and this is kind of what i was saying earlier is that once it gets to the point of being able to like teach itself it'll get out of control i think i said that where were we like at the store or something we were having like a conversation about this earlier and yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy and scary and probably going to happen soon. Because, <laughs> like, and then, like... It's pretty like Another thing to think about, like, when that does happen and, like, you do have AI, like, walking around and doing all this stuff, like, where does that leave, like, humanity? Society? Like, what, right. what are our social norms going to be at that point? Yeah, because I don't know. It's, like, it's going to be a different world. And, like... You know, everything that's going on right now is enough. Like, th- this is already a different world, and right. things what, what have changed everyone, Everybody, like, having to wear a mask. And, and so yeah. It's like, that's such an interesting thing. Having too, to be more cautious of everything you do. It's, you know, just another layer of things yeah. that you have to think about every day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool, like, everyone it makes you more mask, aware. Though. Mm-hmm. It, it just adds that extra layer of character in a sense. Like, you know, someone wearing a certain mask or, like, having a certain... Pri- this extra privacy yeah. in public, you know? Yeah. It's an interesting concept. I, you know, I don't it, think many I think it makes people feel it. more comfortable to be outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. On to the next. All right. So, what do scientists say about this whole AI fiasco? Well... You have Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk who believe that AI would escape our control and move against us. And then in the future, we could create a technological centaur taking the best traits from both parties. So essentially, they're working on creating a superhuman. Yeah, pretty much. And I guarantee you first like right off the bat they're going to use it for military purposes oh the military already has their super soldier but that's something yeah. we can talk about right we got to get we got to look into those documents though because a lot of documents have been coming out from the cia and stuff about mm-hmm. aliens and like all this extra cool stuff so yeah i wouldn't doubt that like mk ultra documents or like super soldier documents are around exactly especially since like a couple years ago when the nsa got exposed for having all that access to everybody's privacy Mm-hmm. They they like have access to like ninety nine percent of our privacy, including emails. That's scary <laughs> and yeah, crazy to scary. think about. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. That's the world we live in today. And we got to keep living in it. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Right. Damn. 
But on the bright side, you know, moving and like coming to our new home and stuff, that's been pretty fun. Yes, definitely. It's been great trying to get peace of mind and actually be able to find it. Yeah. In a world full of crazy. Uh-huh. It's very refreshing. I hope that you guys aren't feeling alone or depressed or yeah. pressured to be something because you don't have to be what everybody else wants you to be, you know? Right. Our email is always open. And if you want to send in an email or you want to talk about something, let something off your chest, you need advice, or you just want to talk, or you have a video suggestion, really anything, um, you can go ahead and email us. Definitely. And our email is in our bio, isn't it? It should be, yes. Cool. So, yeah. I think that's it for this week. Since we're at the end of today's episode, um, let's just leave you guys with a little couple of things to think about. So, on the coast of Japan, there's been a new fish found in the deep sea. I forget what exactly it's called. Let me see if I can find it for you. Uh, New fish discovered in Japan? Uh, It's ugly, though. Look at it. Ew. (laughs) We'll insert a picture of it. Uh, yeah. Right here. It's called. Right here. Uh, the pudgy cusk eel. Ew. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this audio wise, we suggest you look it up. But yeah. if you're if you're watching this audio or audio wise and you want to watch a video. Go ahead and check us out on YouTube. And when you look us up on YouTube, it's at Deeper Than Most. Um, and yeah. Anything else? Um, is there anything you would like to add? I know that usually we have we have like little tidbits of stuff for them to think about. Any questions or anything? No, but stay tuned for next week because next week we are going to be covering where is it we are going to be covering mars the mission and the next steps so yeah next week will be really fun life really about to be looking like futurama and over time our podcast setup is going to get better keep in mind we just moved and yeah we're getting everything set up so Definitely be prepared for all this cool stuff that's about to happen with the podcast. Right, and the quality will get better. We have a camera, but right now we're working off of our phone, so... Right. Yeah, yeah. just gotta let it be what it is right now. Baby stuff, man, baby stuff. Yeah, you gotta start somewhere, so... Yeah, that is all we have for today. And I've been your host, DJ. And I've been your host, Sav. And this has been Deeper Than Most. Tune back in next Thursday.